Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to episode 22 of Tackle and Tacos. Uh, 22! 22, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually really stoked. So we got we got a good guest uh, with us today. Two guests. Um, actually, two guests, matter of fact, yeah, yes. Yeah. Two guests and two familiar guests. They were mm-hmm. actually with us on episode 20, if anyone uh, yeah. listened to that one. Um, you know, that was the... Uh, before and after and after so yeah the three hour one one, yeah exactly if you haven't listened to that one there's a lot there yeah uh go check that out on uh i guess all of our podcasting uh platforms uh what is it spotify iheart apple um all that stuff so um that's who we have back and guest uh we'll uh we'll we'll wait for that one for a minute but uh first we want to say thanks to our sponsors uh those people that are uh I guess surprisingly behind our back with this stuff. You know? Yeah, that's how I feel about yeah. it too. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, it's <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so thank you to Grizzly Coolers uh, and Kenai Coolers. Yeah. Um, for for you know having our backs with this, all their great stuff and the the products that we use probably on the daily. I know Legit. I do for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, thank. That's you actually to those true. Guys. I don't think I've. I don't think since we became like partners with them in this whole thing i don't think there's been a day that's gone by that i haven't used a grizzly or a kenai thing whether it's the grizzly cups or the kenai coolers or i don't think there's been a or day the water bottle or yeah, the not coffee mugs literally yeah i, I can a hundred percent attest to that yeah. as well that uh that's funny that big grizzly like twist on um uh like yeah, I just guess, the water bottle yeah, insulated the big, deal yeah, big, yeah yeah that one i i carry it literally everywhere yeah. um took it with me out of town, you know, I, it goes all over the place. So, um, heck yeah, you know, I love I love that thing. Um, and then uh, thank you to uh, to Giltech yeah. and uh, Hook and Arrow Supply Company, where you can find all the Giltech products. Uh, no, that was good. That was. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your hype man right now. I'm your hype right man. for sure. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I appreciate it. So, Giltech, yeah. uh, Hook and Arrow Supply Company, uh, Waypoint TV, where you can find this podcast and many others. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the the great folks at uh, 
Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast and the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast Network yeah. uh, for uh, letting us kind of jump aboard and uh, getting us started in this thing. They're the ones who kind of really, uh, really told us, uh, "Hey, this is what you need to do." Yeah, for sure. Here's how to do it and and get after it. So, so thanks to those guys. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty happy to be a part of uh, their network and Same. everything that that we have going on. Um, but I think we have a couple. Uh, couple little uh updates with uh with some stuff we have going on so lola you want to tell us about those i would love nothing more i would love that as well <laughs> also right? so you know I just, I just thought of something really funny totally random to- well not random but has nothing to do with anything uh Wait, you're gonna give the merch update no oh, uh shit. one time i was watching i think it was like kings of comedy or something i'm pretty sure it was steve harvey but he i was saying how i was saying you're i was your hype man nate uh yeah. he was talking about going to a wu-tang concert he was like, he's like, there's like 12 dudes on stage. Every one of them got a microphone. They came on stage like, put your hands up. He's like, I paid a hundred dollars for this ticket. You put your hands up for me. <laughs> I know why I thought that was the funniest. Oh my gosh. Just the thought of like 12 dudes walking around on stage with microphone. That was just me right now. You're talking, yeah, yeah. just yelling crap from That's the good. background. Yeah. That's good. To- sorry. Anyway. All right. Us, so us. merch update. Yeah. T-shirts are done. T-shirts. Oh my gosh. Um, and one of the styles of hats is done. We're waiting for the other one, and we're also waiting for some dope stickers. Dope stickers. Um, do you want to tell us about the stickers? Uh, yeah. I, do, I mean, we have a few, actually. There's one that's like a really rad, uh, they call it die cut, where it's like to the specific shape. Instead of just oh. being like a circle or a square, it's like cut around the tackle and taco. Not the taco logo but just the one that says tackling tacos and then the inside of the word is clear so like when you put it on something you know it just shines through it like it's pretty rad and then one that is a cool little badgy design that i made that's just kind of a simple bass like an old school bass design and then i made another one behind it with like comic book dots on it Mm -hmm. it sounds stupid probably but it looks cool uh and it says all fishing is fun fishing um which was really funny yesterday in a weigh-in line our buddy scotty uh Good one. Um, came up to us and we were both complaining about the fishing not being incredible at this derby. And he was like, but all fishing's fun fishing, right? And I was like, I yeah, was thanks, like, Scotty. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, we got those coming out. Um, so basically, we're just waiting for everything to sort of be together so we can launch it all at once. And then when it is, we will. We have not forgotten, but we will still do like the free merch throw like uh, to you, I almost said throw away. Yeah, it's a giveaway. Yeah, we'll give it. We won't throw it. What at was that you thing that I away. said that one time? So much thank. So much thank. <laughs> so much throw, give, thank, away for merch. <laughs> I, how do I have a thing where I do a podcast? I can't even. You talk. can speak well. I can't even sling a sentence together. Nope. Slime. I'm, like I'm like our president for corn. Honey. Anyway, um, so not getting political. I'm just saying you can't speak. Um, that's pretty objective. Uh, so before we get into everything else, I do want to like just briefly um, switch up the vibe and the direction. Today is September 11th. Um, we're recording this on a Monday night. It'll launch tomorrow, um, September 12th. Um, but I do want to just press pause just for a second to get serious. Um, 9-11, I will never, it's just one of those deals, man. I will never, ever forget it. I'll never forget where I was, what was going on, um, the whole thing. And like, you know, like, kind of the vibe is like never forget um that's like the thing you see in all the photos and um i never will and so i i thought it'd be sort of almost inappropriate as a group of podcasters who are you know primarily focused on fishing and obviously we talk about tacos which is also awesome um, but we wouldn't be able to fish tournaments we wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things we do um if we didn't live in america uh and those freedoms were very much at stake that day 
22 years ago. Uh, and so I don't forget it. Uh, I was, I don't know how old I was, 19 maybe, something like that. I was 12, so you were probably... 19. Nine, no. 20? 20, nine, 21. 29. On a year like nine years older than me. I thought I was like eight. <laughs> Let's just go with seven. Wait, so are you eight feel, years older than me? Wait, I'm 34. Eight. Yeah, you're right. We, we go between seven and eight. <laughs> Sorry, you're doing anyway, great. Anyway. Um, Sorry so, to break up that move. So, no, it's that's... 100% okay. So I remember I had just, I was in an, I had an apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Joe. And um, I was in an apartment that I rented with my friend Mark, and he was at work, and I got out of bed, and I went to check my email. We were like really cool because we had the internet, which was yeah. not really that common back then. Did it go? like dial up that it was my dial up sound it sounded, it was it sounded like, like a dial up into a banjo <laughs> you can like solo. use that on the soundboard yeah I will. it was so good uh and his home page was like yahoo or something and there was a picture of one of the towers i think mm. it was the south one that was hit first um with the smoke and the and i was like oh my gosh and so then i went over to the living room pretty quick turned on the news on the tv and i'll never ever forget this this was like the most strange scary surreal moment as they're talking about this plane that accidentally hit a tower and they're showing the live footage and they're showing people on the ground crying and uh and then another plane hits and i'll never forget the lady on the news was like oh my gosh this has to be on purpose or she said something like this was planned or you know like in Mm -hmm. that realization it was the grossest sinking like confused scared sad feeling ever uh, and then, you know, of course then everybody's just glued to their TVs. And I, I was a, I was a banquet server at a restaurant in Chippewa Falls and they were like, don't come into work today. Like people were just shutting down stuff cause they didn't know what was going on. Like it was just so unprecedented, like nothing like that had ever happened. And so for that to be transpiring, no, it was sort of like in a different way, but sort of like COVID, like when it hit, nobody really knew exactly what to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, and, and that was the first time I think ever, um, that America, the federal aviation, whatever, shut down all flights. That was the first time ever. Yeah. Um, everything just got so strange. And yeah, that's right. What were you doing, Nate, when it all went down? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I was actually, I was in school. Um, I want to say I was in like the sixth or seventh grade. We were in remember. seventh grade, Nate. <laughs> seventh up. grade? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I was in seventh grade. I was in school. I believe I was, uh, I think between classes, like heading to the library or something and like everybody started like freaking out in the hallways and Mm -hmm. like teachers came and like rushed everybody into classrooms and stuff. And I ended up going into the library and they like, I'm pretty positive. They rolled like the tube TV out on the stand. You know what I mean? A little little media (laughs) uh, cart. Exactly. It's usually an exciting thing, but not that day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. That day. Yeah. And they turned the news on and, uh, you know, that's, that's when they, you know, started showing all the all the yeah. you know video and reporters and everything yeah it was absolutely wild so never, crazy I, yeah never forget it for sure yeah mark what about you i was uh i was on my way to, to school to class college okay so i'm a little older than you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i could have been in college so yeah you're not that far off. and i was driving and when i got into the the campus uh, they had the, the tvs on and everybody was huddled just around glued. Just watching mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah. and and yeah, I don't, I don't think I was there to see it when you said the news lady mm-hmm. was, but yeah, after I remember that being replayed, like yep. this wasn't an accident. Yeah, that was the weirdest yeah, part. That was terrible. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, I I still to this day I cannot imagine what those people were going through. Oh my gosh, it's just 
you know, you get emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, talking about it, yeah, it, it, it makes me yeah. feel choked up right now. Or honestly. like Truly. reading like the voicemails that has like a husband yeah, left yeah. his when wife. They knew they like, oh my gosh, it. I can't. Ugh. I was just just reading an article. I forget the the woman's name, but she was one of the F sixteen pilots mm. scrambled to oh geez take down if they needed the uh, plane that was going towards the Pentagon. Yeah, and they didn't have time to put weapons or something on her plane, so her orders were to ram it if necessary. And her dad was an American Airlines pilot, and she didn't know if that her dad was Holy flying that one or not. I never so, heard oh that. Heart. Wow. You know, and that stuff, it, like, I was choking up right yeah, now. Yeah, seriously, like, about it. it's Holy crazy. crap. Oof. Yeah, I'll have to find the article. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, yeah seriously. So or I. even what about those guys who, you know, they think the fourth plane, they think, they don't know, uh, but that they think it was going to be targeting the White House, mm. and those people on the plane were like, F that. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight back. You yeah, know, and like, I for sure, for sure, I say that I would, but like, that's some scary crap. Because you yeah. know full well, either A, you know, like, wh- who was it that said that, like, it's better to, to die on your feet than live on your knees? You know, like, it's better to go out standing right. up. You know, like, uh, Martin Luther King said, a man can only stand on your back if it's bent, you know, so you don't let anybody walk on you. No. And so, yeah. like, I agree with that one million percent but in that situation that would be so scary and then that one dude uh whose wife like made a book about it whatever he said let's roll that was the mm-hmm. last words i got of him because he was like let's do it like yep. gosh that's a freaking hero like an actual hero. i mean if that hit the white house even yeah. though the president wasn't there and whatever but like Still, and then even yeah. um the way that george bush handled 9-11 i don't oh, know and I, i'm not getting political i'm no. really not not democratic republican nothing but i don't know if you really could have handled that much better his speech was so freaking powerful when he said that thing about like they did this to try and scare us but they didn't win because no. we're a strong country and mm-hmm. you are going to pay for this and i mean he was just on the spot, ready, like, oh yeah. my gosh, that was one of my lasting memories. Is he was reading a book to the um, yeah, kids in kids, school, and they yeah. came, I don't know, Secret Service or someone, yeah, came over and told him, and yeah, he finished reading. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, yeah, having the, doing the, the composure right. to do that, and, you know, not to freak out the kids yeah. or anything. Yeah. He did, Kept yeah. His calm. yeah, those photos where yeah. he's kind of got that kid's book in his hand, and yeah. then he's kind of got his ear kind of turned mm-hmm. to the guy to listen, like, yeah. and he nods and yeah. then keeps, like, yeah. Just a crazy time, but yeah. I, I will say the one thing that I think is really cool, um, not about 9-11, but sometimes the crap we go through like unites us all, and the country was so unified for a while there and yeah. so uh, together and lock and step. People were caring about each other, and yeah, it was just a, it was a cool time post something so crappy. And so mm-hmm. to all the people who whose lives were lost and to, um, man, the the – servicemen and women the police the firemen the people who rushed into a scene that everybody else is rushing out of i mean holy crap so yeah. uh yeah we just want to say thank you to everybody for your your heroism and your bravery and um america is not perfect but it's it's free because of people like that people who choose to fight and people who um don't back down from a fight just like george w bush said they meant that to try and make us scared and it didn't it fired us up and made us angry um and made us put our boxing gloves on a little tighter and so um america we love you thank you for thank you for uh, letting us fish and letting us have a podcast about tacos and (laughs) Um, 9-11 will not be forgotten. So, uh, all right, we'll move, we'll move past that. Nate, um, tell us about what you, um, what you did this weekend, because I know you said you were going to fish a derby and then couldn't because you were helping out a family. And I just thought that was really dope. Hit, hit us with what you did this weekend, Nate. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was planning on, uh, planning on fishing a derby this weekend. Uh, it was just, uh, kind of one of the end of the year kind of qualifying derbies, uh, 
for one of the local clubs. If you fish three of them, at least you get to fish the classic. I already had three in, but my father-in-law didn't. So we really oh, wanted okay. to try to get to this classic, but, um, there's a, the family that I, on the farm that I hunt with my buddy, Darren, Darren, um, point, point, point. yeah, shout out Darren. He's the, he's the man, but, uh, um, his, the, the farm that we hunt, he's really good friends with the, with the farmer. And it's actually okay. two, two major farms that we hunt. The, um, the son, uh, whose name is, uh, John and, uh, his dad, Jim, they both have farms just a few miles apart from each other. And, uh, earlier this year, his, his dad, John passed our Jim passed away. Um, so, so yeah, so we went up this weekend to, to help out around the farm, um, and really kind of just spent a bunch of time cutting wood for them. So they had some, you know, some firewood to, to heat the house, uh, this winter. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so we went up and kind of hung out with them and spent some time with them and, uh, cut cut a bunch of wood and do you feel do you feel in shape nate at, i feel i feel out of shape like very, very <laughs> Darn it. Out of shape. well i just mean from so, cutting wood that's that's <laughs> cutting wood's a workout dude yeah no it was a workout but uh yeah. we actually took a little bit of time away from cutting wood um kind of early in the morning we we obviously we were cutting wood on the on the property that we hunt yeah so we ran around and checked some stands okay he did some fun stuff too yeah we did for sure made sure that uh you know uh, straps were all good nothing was chewed through um one of the stands that uh darren hunts uh most of the time is right on the edge of this creek bed and the the, like the root system had kind of like eroded out um so like half of the tree was in, in the, the ground water. and the other half was not like no it was like floating above, above yeah so so we we uh i shimmied up that that tree and took that stand down shimmy it up and honestly that's kind of uh that's kind of a a light way to put it because it was it was not a shimmy it was a it was a, a tussle me and that tree did you and, get it on video no, no, I didn't. Like a time it, lapse it, it, or yes. something. That, that would have been the only way to do it. Would have been a time lapse because it took, it took me you a minute forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so you're I like Jeff Crete, like the squirrel or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Climb up the tree, strap in, take all the you know bow hanger down, take the tree stand down, take all the steps down, and then we re- re- relocated that stand, and then I okay. put that stand back up. And uh, I feel like that went a little bit smoother than taking it down, but okay. it was uh, it was still a workout. And then we went from there, and I was sweating, and my calves are burning, and feet are hurting <laughs> from standing on these little steps, you know. Yeah. And uh, then we go and, and cut wood, and we just I mean we cut a couple uh, loads, just a couple loads of wood, just okay. cut cut a bunch a bunch of wood down for him a bunch of stuff that had been falling and stuff and just chopped it all up and cleaned or cleared out a bunch of areas for him and that's hopefully, awesome uh, hopefully they're set for a little bit maybe get up uh one more time before it gets real cold and cut another yeah. couple of loads so yeah because they're they're what north northeastern iowa yeah yep northeastern iowa okay. alamakee county yeah so, yeah it's um, a cool area right yeah so yeah it is, it's a really really cool area yep uh, the ground we hunt is really awesome some kind of flat terrain a lot of really hilly terrain like it's it's really cool yeah um i don't know who who this quote is from i think it's like an anonymous quote but the idea of uh he who cuts his own wood warms himself twice that's like the coolest (laughs) quote ever i remember the first time i heard that i was like nah it's only once that you burn the wood 
Oh, while oh, you're yeah. cutting. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It kind of took Absolutely. me a second. But I always thought that was the dopest quote. Um, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. And then Abraham Lincoln said, um, if I had, I think, I, don't, I might get the numbers wrong here, but he was like, if I have eight hours to cut down a tree, I'll spend the first five sharpening my axe, which I think is really dope. Like this idea of planning before you just jump into action. Mm. Um, I suck at that. But what? I like the idea of it. I like the idea. <laughs> I also believe in the idea of like a good plan today is better than the best plan tomorrow. Mm. So that doesn't really work with Abraham Lincoln's, but whatever. Um, well, you talking about like deer stands deer and all of stands. that remind me that it's like fall. Oh, we should come up I with mean, like a shout out noise for deer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are we going to shout out deer? Are we going to do that? Yeah. Oh, um, but like, I love fall. I mean, yeah, I love me summer, too. but I really love fall because fall means football and, and pumpkin I, spice. I don't like pumpkin I don't spice. Either. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, I love white, it. Which is I love it in pumpkin pie <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I love football and yeah. our household was very pleased with football yes, this weekend because yeah. we are Longhorns fans Hook em. and we are Packers fans. Go Pack, go. And we are Bandits fans because that's Vinny's, Vinny's flag, flag football team, yeah. team that yeah. Jordy coaches. Yeah. It was really fun. It was awesome. Everybody won. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. great. It was great. Yeah, for sure. And Texas played Alabama. Alabama was ranked four. We were ranked 11, and we beat the brakes off them, really. Uh, and then we played the Bears, which most the Packers, and most people were picking the Bears. And I feel weird because, Easton, are you a Bears fan as well? Yeah. Yeah, I knew I know your dad Gosh. is, but so Mark and Easton are here, and they're Bears fans. And I'm not that dude. I'm truly not that guy who's like, Bears suck, and you're wives I mean, are I'm that jerks. dude. Like, I'm that dude. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm just not that dude. Like, like I, I was actually telling Mark yesterday um, at the Derby, I think it was, um, I went to a, a Bears Ravens or Packers Ravens game forever ago and there was one Ravens fan near us at Lambeau and a couple Packer fans started like really like hey man you kind of aren't welcome here blah 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 and a couple other Packer fans jumped in and was like hey knock that off like that's not how we operate here or something and I thought that yeah. was really dope that's how I would rather be like right. like yeah. just because you like the Bears isn't like F you, you piece of crap. Like, yeah. whatever. But I will say the Packers beat the brakes off the Bears pretty good. <laughs> it was fun. Like, you can hate me for this if you want, Mark. Oh, no. Justin Fields is not your dude. He's just not. He's athletic as all crap. He can run like the wind, but, like, he can't throw a pass downfield accurately. Cannot. Well, he has, like, one and a half seconds to try to do it. That's also it. But that's the thing, right? And, is like the and Bears. Lugetsky's not doing him any favors mm. with these. Hey, let's throw another uh, wide receiver screen when it didn't work the first time. That's what I was nine. just going to say. They Come get on. so predictable, and yeah. then, like, the, the front office is not helping the dude. Let him do right. his thing. Like, like yeah. you may have a couple of good receivers on your squad and you do, but like mm -hmm. if you don't have time to throw it cause your offensive line is so terrible right. that Justin Fields has got to be like gun shy, like thinking he's going to get right. His, yeah. his internal clock has got to be, it's got to be 1.2 yeah. seconds mm -hmm. at the most. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just don't think, well, either he's not the dude or he's just not set up right, right now. That cause I do be think it. he's a freak athlete and mm -hmm. I think he's smart. I don't have, I have nothing against the dude. He just, he did not look the part of a guy who looked comfy in his offense yesterday. So I believe in college, like his last year, he was the most accurate, um, passer, Ohio State, right? Ohio State, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the dude can sling it. He can spin it. There's he just no doesn't have any time, that. and I think that's the main issue. And then his clock's all messed up. Yeah, yeah it has to oh, be. That and makes then, sense. And then watching him yesterday, there was I think the Packers sacked him five times, six. Times. It was a bunch of times, five, five and then they had like or seven six, knockdowns so. or something. But like, Hurry, he should have yeah. been sacked fifteen times, mm -hmm. and he just got away, squirted out, and then took off for 15 yards. He's an athlete. Like, he's a freak. I wouldn't even start to say he's not talented. Yeah. But it just, 
yeah, he just didn't look comfy. And maybe that's because the offensive line right. or whatever. But like, anyway, yeah, so that was a good, it was a good football weekend so, yeah, for us. I love football. Yeah. Hook them. <laughs> and the fall. <laughs> Hook them horns for sure. Yeah, it does you, feel. You left out, you left out those Iowa Hawkeyes. Again. Oh yeah, go ahead, <gasps> yeah, Nate. Yeah, Give us an update. Go, go ahead. Go Hawks. Go yeah. Hawks. They played, uh, they played at Iowa State. Big in-state rivalry. That's a big one. Oh. Hawk trophy. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and they got and the dub. I think they did. won. Yeah, twenty to thirteen was the final. Yeah, you um, see, do you see the new AP poll, Nate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawks I was back up to twenty fifth. Yeah, I, I was in twenty fifth. Yeah. So, I nice. mean, top twenty five yeah. after we're. I mean, we're in fourth. So, I, you know, I don't want to brag, but it's um, okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> well, well, they they started twenty fifth and they looked so good yeah. in week one that yeah. they dropped out of the top okay. twenty five. Okay, and then oh, came yeah. back. Okay, even yeah, even with a win. So yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, but yeah, so the. That's uh that's Brian Ferentz's second game in a row under twenty five points, which if you follow Hawkeye football is kind of a big deal. Yeah. But uh yeah, so it was it was still a fun fun game to watch. They 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 played pretty solid. Yeah, speaking of Iowa and the Bears and the Packers, Lucas Van Ness chased down Justin Fields and ran him and, down. That was awesome. Which is yeah. not a very easy thing I wouldn't think to do on yeah. any level for any other human on the planet. That was pretty impressive. Lucas Van Ness was the Packers first round draft pick who came from Iowa and Justin Fields runs the 40 faster than anybody around and our linebacker ran him down and tackled him which was pretty it's surprising. Very exciting. Yeah, so people who are listening to this, I don't know, I think some outdoorsy people aren't into sports like ball sports, you know, but we're gonna, <laughs> well, not like not like not like testicles sports. Honey. Like, I think People typically refer to it as stick and ball, stick and stick or ball. Yeah, people. Maybe people who listen to this don't listen to stick your balls sports, but we will talk about whatever the crap we want on this podcast. So um, I don't. And honestly, like I'm just that dude. Like I love football. I grew up skateboarding and snowboarding, so that's kind of not normal sports stuff. Um, I loved playing baseball back in the day. I love fishing and hunting. I'm kind of whatever. So if you don't like any of that stuff that's cool if you do like that stuff that's cool if you're into like gaming dope but we're just gonna talk about whatever on here yeah yeah we're gonna have fun with it and fall is like really close and this saturday yeah holy crap this saturday is opening archery season here in wisconsin <laughs> so excited yeah. yeah yeah you've been practicing you've been shooting a little bit i gotta get my sight broke somehow so what i the? still gotta get it sighted in a little bit that's not good what kind of sight do you shoot Oh, uh, now I have a true glow. Okay. So, is yeah. it like a multi pin or a single pin? It's got five, but I took one out and I'm yeah. only using three for 10, 20, and 30. Right yeah. Now. If you're, if nice. you're not comfy with other uh, pins, man, I'm no expert, but I would take them out. It cleans up your sight picture a lot so you can really look through it and just see openness. I think they're the same as that, don't I? You have a three pin. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I shoot a single pin, which when I first got it, I only got it because of shout out. Working class bow hunter got it for me for free along with my bow from elite and whatever. And I'm not bragging. I'm saying like, that's why I got what I got. And I love my elite. Like even if I didn't get it for free, they just shoot so easy. Uh, But when I got that HHA single pin, I was like, this is really cool looking, but this is going to suck. Like trying to change the distance while Mm -hmm. deer are there. Like this is going to suck. And then I shot a doe and then I shot a buck at 37 yards that year with it. And I'm like, I will never use anything else mm. because if you, when you first get to your stand, if you have your, your range finder, you know, you just hit a bunch of stuff around, yeah. you know, you scan this bush, you scan that tree, you scan this field edge, whatever. And then you kind of know if something's there, you know, to dial. So you're not always having to go to the range finder right away and you can get kind of close. And if they're moving slow, then yeah, range them and be sure. But it's pretty rad if a, if a buck is at, or a doe or whatever is at 37 yards, you can turn your sight to 37 yards. It's not like 
well, my 30-yard pin is here, so if I raise it up, there's no guess game. Mm. And that's pretty awesome. And the sight picture is awesome because it's a single pin sticking up that you can just lock right on, you know, whatever it is you're trying to yeah. trying to pop. But um, one piece of advice I would give um, for archery, for bow hunters, and everybody said this. It's not, it's not revelation, um, but I'm only saying it because I actually have done this now, and it really does work. Shoot super far away, if you're, especially if you're shooting a single pin. Shoot at 80 yards. Shoot at 100 yards because then when you shoot something at 30, it makes it feel like you're trying to hit the side of a barn. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. actually – it legitimately actually works smart when you shoot really far away and then you shoot up close the, those close shots are so i like when i shot that one at 37 i was 100 percent confident like i knew that i was going to smoke this thing and i'm not that i'm not robin hood i'm not i'm not the drurys i'm not my homie kurt i'm not austin like these guys who are just monster archery hunters but i knew from shooting so far that at that distance i was so confident uh and i remember thinking to myself this is so cocky this sounds cocky but oh no it didn't in the moment, I was just excited. Anyway, so I pull back. I put the 37 on him. And as I pull back, which is why the mount is like that with the ears kind of pinned back, um, because as I pull back on him, he kind of saw me. And so I not saw me, saw me, but he got a little whatever. And then he looks back at me in in the stand and i'm in this crappy old lola sat in it with me before it's like it's like a it's a ladder stand that's like crooked and is like 10 feet yeah Yeah, it's like 10 feet off the ground there's nothing (laughs) hidden about it it's an old stand that was on this land that i hunted in illinois um he looks back at me and he pinned his ears like he was about to run and i remember thinking to myself in my head because i was already settled i already exhaled like i was you know had my you know looked through the peep i remember thinking in my head it's too late for you (laughs) <laughs> like as his ears go back, I'm like, it doesn't matter. F you. And I was like, thunk, and just, just crushed him. Double lunged. He k- kicked up dunk, blah, gave this loud, like death metal roar. Uh, and then took off and I watched him tumble in the field. And then I kind of was joking. Uh, I don't remember who I text first, maybe Kurt or something. And he was like, Oh, you need help. You need help. Like, um, tracking it. And I was like, no, no, I saw him fall. I should just kill all my deer like this. This is way it's easier it's than way tracking easier. them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have, having them tumble over and like pile up in the corn is way easier than tracking them. But uh, I'm excited. What about you, Mark? Are you excited for season or what? Oh uh, yeah, I'm getting the itch a little bit. Uh, not as excited as Easton. We got some nice ones on cam this year. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, he, he's really excited. I'm. Good. I've been. Well, I haven't practiced at all. I need to buy arrows, <laughs> broadheads. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, I'm not ready. Yeah. Usually, when I was young, <laughs> my I'd heart, go. my heart is ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I'd go every opening weekend. You know, yeah. hunt early. Now I don't get out until like Octoberish. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. That's on my first one. Like going back on your first one, where it yeah. looked at you, like yeah. I was clipped in, just about to pull back, and mine looked directly at me. Yeah. Like for 10, 15 seconds, Did I was just pee? standing there. Did you pee a little bit? A little bit, yeah. dude. It's it's <laughs> the, a little dribble. The, feeling, <laughs> dude, the feelings you feel, dude. The, it's yeah. it's sort of like when you hook into a good bass and he jumps, and it's like, oh my gosh, like you didn't know it was that good. But with deer, it's all visual. So like when they look into your soul, it's like, oh my god, like it's just. What about you, Lola? Are you excited? Yeah, yeah, I am excited. <laughs> you shot that buck. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Von Horn. We yeah. call him JVH. JVH. Yeah, yeah. You ready I'm to do excited. that again? I am. I am. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be really fun. And just spending time in the woods, it's it's so much I mean it's it's similar to bass fishing but it's not. The the peaceful, the the breeze, the fall, the temperature, the, the smell, the smell of the fall. <laughs> oh, I love the smell the of fall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to sound stupid when I say this and maybe some people will relate and maybe some people will just be like, "Yeah, you are stupid." Okay. Um, but the smell of scent-free spray, I love that. 
like especially the stuff that's like silver based, um, huh. like like Whisperwood mm. Outdoors, which is what we were before we became tackling tacos. We were sponsored for a while by Scent Blocker, and they had a spray like this carbon based Trinity spray stuff, and it had it didn't have a smell, but it had a smell. If that makes any sense <laughs> at all, and when I, I would spray, did, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, Nate? Like yeah, when I sprayed on my I, hat, I distinctly remember that. Yeah, and sprayed on my hat or on my face in the stand, and it had not like a. Autumn I smell feel like or, Scent but, Crusher has a smell. Oh, Scent Crusher definitely does, like the ozone. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's something about that. It just it just triggers oh, yeah. my brain into like, let's go shoot something. Yep. Yeah. Um, last two years ago, uh, Dom and I were out, our oldest boy. We went hunting in Illinois, and we were sitting on the ground because there wasn't a great like two-man stand for us to sit in, and we had these does patterned uh, coming out at this certain time. So we went and sat under this tree, and – um, we got full blown, like bull rushed, charged by a badger on the ground. Oh, we, we just had a badger on video on our camera. <gasps> yeah. Did you really? It was yeah. the craziest thing. So we've had a bobcat and a badger Whoa. now. Oh, first wow. time in a big bobcat. Too. Really? Bobcat right, right where I sit. You know? Really? Fun. Did you, so I look up in the tree and just see him staring back at me and yeah. know it's over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it comes through your face. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're ornery little suckers too, man. Because they're, I mean, they're like the size of Walter. I mean, they're like a not that heavy, but I mean, like body size, big ones. Yeah, yeah, badgers are. Um, But yeah, (coughs) excuse me. All right, let's get after it. All right, let's talk this weekend. Um, So we have Mark and Easton here in studio for a reason, which we'll get into in a second. Um, But before we do, um, this was the last derby yesterday, Sunday. Um, of Chippewa Valley Bass Attack, and huge shout-out, huge congratulations to Lonnie and Colin for winning Angler of the boing, Year. Boing, boing. Uh, boing, boing, boing. Um, just cool dudes, consistent fishermen. Did you read the Facebook update? They no. fished every tournament, and they didn't finish below sixth place. Holy that's shit. Just, oh. That's just killing yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and this, and again, Bass Attack is a is a club full of sticks. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that shows up and you go, like, oh, he'll be an easy one to beat. Like these are good fishermen yeah. who know waters, who are diverse in style. Um, and then that um, Mississippi River tournament that uh, they won, they won by like 55 pounds. <laughs> like it, I mean, I think I think they only had like 15 or 16 or something, but um, or maybe it was more than that. But all I, I know, know is it was, was a gap. Yeah. Like between them and everybody else, like they put a flipping hurting on people. Um, so congrats to those dudes. Um, yeah, good absolutely. fishermen, cool dudes. I actually told Lonnie, um, we were talking at the two day derby. He was like, Hey man, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, Oh dope. Hopefully you're learning how to fish. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I was like, dude, I actually want to get you on the podcast. He's like, for what? I was like, because you freaking are in the money at every tournament and you win and you fish these huge tournaments. And, um, you know, I think it'd be cool to get them on there and just talk about consistency, how to, how to be consistent because yeah. like they're fishing the same weather conditions and hiccups that we are. They're fishing the same lakes where, um, a low pressure front moves in or dealing with the same stuff. And they're consistently doing better. So like, what is it you're doing? Not necessarily technique specific, but how do you, you know, whether that's attitude or technique or being diverse or whatever, but I want to have them on here. So shout out to them. Um, but yesterday was the last derby for Chippewa Valley bass attack. So Lola and I fished together again, finally, finally, finally. Um, and we stopped a couple times on the water just to like kiss a bunch. We did. <laughs> No, oh yeah, but we oh, should have. Oh, sorry, we should have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he got a little crabby, and then he pointed to an island. And was like, "We can just go over there and make out." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah. let's keep fishing." Ouch! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just but, kidding. Uh, so, before we get into why the Lafonts are here, um, and before I fall on my sword, um, Lola, how was your day of fishing yesterday? 
I loved it. Yeah. It was fun. I caught fish. I you caught, caught more fish. fish than you did. Most definitely more than I did, which yeah. is what I wanted to happen. Yeah. yeah. I didn't change my lure at all. Oh, no, that's not did. true. I did one time. Yeah, you threw a net for a little bit. And then I went back. Yeah. To the jack. the right weapon in her hand. Yeah. That's right. Well, what, I, I mean, I told her. I mean, that uh, truly, I, I would say this. I... I I don't know if there is a more specific lure that you can basically use from ice out till the ice comes back than a chatterbait. I just don't know if there is. It works shallow. So good. You can work yeah. it deep. You can fish it slow. You can bring yep. it through stuff. And the fishies love it. It catches Even the all wrong different species. species of fish. <laughs> I mean, they just, they just, add, and that's like if you're throwing like a, um, a jackhammer or a um, strike king cricket deal or a smaller like the like the mini max which i really like the smaller um z-man one they just work yeah they just work in all kind of conditions um but what i think was really dope yesterday even though we did not do very well in the derby um a couple minutes in i had caught two or three smallmouth um on a mini max and a jig and then lola caught a 3.06 smallmouth on the jackhammer you were so excited. It was so sweet. Yeah. Well, and here's the funny thing. When we're fishing, so Nate, Nate, let, let's let's just pretend for a second. Um, you and I are fishing, and you catch, you hook into a big smallmouth. What do you say to me? Uh, normally, I say uh, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Or yeah, grab the net. Or yeah. net. Or got one. Lola says, honey, help me. <laughs> oh my lord help me yeah yeah it wasn't Jesus, like god lord yeah, yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even like i got one or oh i got a good one or oh i think i have no honey help me help me i look back and, and we're using um she's using Did my, I sound that my desperate uh sort of it's but okay. i get the same way when you hook into a good one it is sort of desperate well, because like, when i saw it i was Jesus, like oh my gosh because i'm like off. it's yeah. by the boat and so yeah. I'm like help me yeah uh and we're using what i think is the best chatterbait rod out there and we're not sponsored by this company at all but we're using the saint croix legend um fiberglass rod it's that cool like texas burnt orange color is that the one we got at that show yeah yeah it's and like i was seven, like this will be mine and it is, and it is. <laughs> it's like a seven foot four um heavy action but it's fiberglass so it has a crap ton of parabolic bend and i got that specifically because brett height who is really like the grandfather of chatterbaits and specifically the designer, co-designer um, of the Jackhammer, he fishes an evergreen rod um, that's almost the exact specifications as far mm. as action, weight, length. I mean, even like the diameter of the butt, like it's a big fat um, split grip, like the, like the blank is really thick. Probably um, why my hand hurt. Yeah, and so <laughs> I look back and this thing is bowed over. You know, and we're we're talking about bait casting with a smallmouth, and this thing is just, honey, help me! <laughs> so I'm like trying to jump to the back of the boat, and I'm like, get with, it! With, oh yeah, with the net, and you know how like smallmouth, dude, like you catch a smallmouth, and like they give that run, they get close to the boat, and then they try to give another run. So she gets it close to the boat, and she cranked it in perfectly. She didn't overreel it, didn't like horse it, whatever, but Thanks. didn't like didn't give it any like leeway necessarily. You know, like she controlled the fish, not the other way around. Um, and then I go to scoop it in the net and. It, tries to turn and dive like the other way she's like get it i'm like i'm <laughs> trying dude like i'm not like just having fun right here like i'm trying to get the dang thing and so then we get it in the net and then we plop it in the bottom of the boat and i'm like oh my god like, Let's I was, go. yeah i was pumped dude i was so pumped for her to catch uh her here here's the deal that's her personal best smallmouth. i don't think i've ever caught a smallmouth. 
smell mouth small smell. mouth <laughs> well yeah maybe i have i don't know i don't know well maybe not smell mouth not but, a smell mouth but yeah so to catch a big small mouth mm-hmm. and then she catches and i had told mark this beforehand i'm like well i don't know if it will win what i just want to have fun i was like what i think would be really dope is if lola catches a muskie so then because i've never caught she's a never caught a muskie so then we go to this little area. She catches a little muskie that we named Mitchell. He was very cute. Mm-hmm. And we let him go. And then we go to another area later, and she catches another muskie, which was like probably, I don't know, 28 to 30-ish inches. Yeah. And and then, oh, and before that, she caught a northern pike that had to be 35 maybe. Like, it was yeah. a big pike and thick in the back, which she hooks into this thing on the jackhammer. Oh, jackhammer. Sorry, I don't, didn't know your point. Yeah, the me. jackhammer. <laughs> and she says, honey, help me. Is that what I said again? Yes, well, again. Is that when we were by all those pillars? Yeah, Highway 29 right there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I didn't know what it was. And yeah. then it just, it was, I don't know, it hit very hard. Yeah. And yeah. And you said, Honey, help me. Yeah. <laughs> Desperate. Desperation in her voice, boy. So then I go back there, scoop that thing up. And then that thing had like inhaled this jackhammer. So I mean, through his nose. Yeah, I was like, like all oh, the way through the top sorry. of his face. Like just hook. I mean, he wasn't coming off unless the line broke. It was not coming off. Yeah. So then, of course, we like, retied and, and whatever and then we're fishing another area she catches a, a musky and then so that's her second one and then like five casts later she catches her third musky yeah. uh, and i'm like you know they say like these are the fish of ten thousand casts but for lola it's really like the fish of like six casts because like, <laughs> it was so close and so we did not do well at no. all overall in the derby we weighed in a single keeper um we were just kind of running all over um just trying to figure them out, but not, I don't, I like, we fished hard, but not that hard. It was just more about being on the water together for the first time in a long time. Uh, and this is maybe the first time I've ever heard of anybody doing this. Um, but Lola caught her PB on three different species in one day. So like <laughs> personal best smallmouth, personal best musky, personal best Northern Pike. Yeah. So like, Good job, Lola. That's, Thanks. That's so wild. That's yeah, actually that's pretty awesome. dope. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And I know we're not trying to catch pike and whatever, but like, that was a beast pike. And then to catch a muskie, there's just, it's something, I don't know how y'all feel. Like when you catch a muskie during a tournament, like if you catch a pike, you're like, ah, it's a pike. And they're like, oh, it's a muskie. It's sort of like. Little, little yeah. more. It's excited. way cooler. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, this, this is less crappy now. This is mm-hmm. cooler. And then also Lola caught, she's like the first time she's kind of figured it out. Cause first time she's had one, how smelly muskie are, you know, because they're like a pike smell, but way more it concentrated. It's like an oily fish yeah. smell. I don't know. Yeah. She's like, what's that smell? I'm like, that, that was Mitchell. I was like, oh, that's, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Mitchell. That was the musky. Like, mm, that's what they do. I keep smelling my hands. It's yeah, weird. they're stinky little buggers. Yeah. But <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take two minutes real quick. Um, let's transition. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh Ooh, good, I like man. it. Yeah, I, I figured out that button earlier because Vinny was out here and we were pressing all the buttons and listening well, to fun. him. Um, so I just used that one, which is pretty funny. Dang oh, it. That's pretty funny. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> So uh, the transition is I did not keep in, in, in flow and in rhythm and in, in stride with positivity is worth the effort. Um, what? Yesterday, uh, I was getting so frustrated, not like actually like freak out, angry, mad, but just down in the dump sort of uh, because we caught a few fish and a really good one right away. And then they just turned off and I just felt like I'm not a, I'm not a whiz on Wasoda. I'm not like that's not my favorite lake in the world, but I fished it enough times where like I should be able to put it together and it just wasn't really coming together. And I was just getting frustrated. And Lola a few times had to be like, honey, come on. All fishing is fun fishing. We're together. We're on the lake. And so, um, it really does help. So then by the time, like we got towards the end of the tournament, it was 
right back to being like the funnest thing ever. And at weigh in was super cool. Just chatting it up with everybody. And, um, while, um, Mark was, I don't know what he was doing, but like Easton came over and like sat on our boat for a second. We're just chatting and we're talking to friends and, and I'm like, you're right. All fishing is fun fishing. And so it, it really does help. Like when I say positivity is worth the effort, it's not like I just walk around like this ultra positive dude all the time, although I want to be. But when you get recentered, kind of like getting alignment done at like a car shop, it, everything works better. It's smoother. It's more fun. It's not so dang serious. I'm not getting hung up on the things that don't count. And so thank you, Lola, for um, You're welcome. gently kicking me in my stick and balls. <laughs> Uh, is that what you said they called me? Stick and ball sports. That's it. Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's uh, it. Yeah, thanks for kicking me in my balls bag. Oh Easton, my god. Um, Easton's man. been been that guy in the boat for for us the last yeah. few tournaments. Like if I miss a fish, I get mad. Yeah. We doing good I'm like, oh. sure. He goes, don't worry. You know, it's fine. We'll get over. Oh, that's and, so good. And he's, he's doing a real good job of keeping me. Yeah. Positive. So. It is worth the effort. Like it, it really because it's. Yeah. It, I, I think for some people, after a while, it comes natural. So like last week on the podcast. um with uh luke duncan he was joking but he said something about how like gerald swindles like a grumpy old man and then yeah, and that. then he's like but you know he's selling these like positive mental attitude hats but i think maybe it's the same thing for him maybe gerald yeah. isn't naturally wired to be super positive mental attitude but he knows how beneficial it is yeah. and right. so i don't look at that as him being a hypocrite or like being fake i look at that as like i want to be knows better i want to do this yeah it, it yeah. takes yeah. effort to be positive exactly because you're on the other side of being positive and it takes effort to get back there it it's does just yeah. like confidence yeah. and abate i mean if you don't yeah. you're not positive you're not going to fish right yeah that's exactly right. yeah it's all and and uh, you know that's like what polonic or whoever else has said it's it's between the ears and and you get yeah. negative i i just i don't see like let's just say yesterday um, Lola and I are fishing and we haven't caught one in a while. I'm like, Oh, this sucks. This fishing sucks. I hate this leg. Urgh. I don't see me going from that into winning the tournament. There's no way, there's no way I'm making yeah. good decisions. Yeah. There's no way I'm making good casts. There's no way I'm skipping something just right under a dock. Cause I'm too clamped up and whatever. And then when you start thinking positive, it's like, take a breath and chill out. And all fishing actually is fun fishing. And if it isn't, then why are we even doing this? Um, and so thanks for, thanks for beating me up. It was awesome. Thank you for letting me beat you up. <laughs> huh. <an> interesting <laughs> for taking response. it. Thanks for right, taking so, it. Um, Nate, you got anything else on that, or should we should we move into why the LaFonts are here? Uh, no, yeah. I think, like you're saying, you know, it just kind of manifests itself. The more you talk about it, the yeah. the truer it becomes. You know, That's so, good. Uh, nice work, Lola, walking Thanks. him off the cliff and <laughs> wrangling him back in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Every yeah. once in a while, got to do it. Yeah. And yesterday, I will say something really positive. Our boat ran so well. It was awesome. It ran great. It sounded great. And it's never been bad, but we've been messing around with the jack plate trying to get it. We have a manual jack plate on our boat. Um, and so, like, Bob's Machine Shop, if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us and give us a couple free mm-hmm. hydraulic jack plates, that's fine. That's fine. Ugh fine uh, but we have a manual one and so we're trying to get the height right so it'll take off properly but not lose top end speed and yesterday it ran flawlessly and we took one of the batteries out so instead of five batteries um we ran four so three trolling one cranking slash electronics um i usually had a fifth one in there because i really like the idea of leaving all four units on at full brightness all the time leaving the live scope on not worrying about it and yesterday we had no problems with none. electronics none motor never like didn't crank double negative sorry um everything was great and maybe it's because we didn't really need to use a live well too much you know because we didn't have really anything in there but just Mm -hmm. the one so maybe that was why the battery didn't get used (laughs) um but uh the reason the reason we brought the the lafonts back tonight and i'm glad that you guys could do it sort of last minute but is 
should we say it? Should they say it? We should say we it. We should say it. The LaFonts, who I've been, I've been a fan of theirs ever since watching their videos on YouTube. Before when we even knew them. Before we even knew them. Mark, I don't know if you remember this. We moved here. He was um, fanboying. I was, I, I was, I was just looking up because like we, we agreed so to fish the bass attack. And um, I, so I like in YouTube, I like looked for Chippewa Valley bass attack. So I found their videos and I'm like, oh, these videos are dope. They're just really simple. And he simple. told me about it. He's like, yeah, this guy and his son. It's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, yeah. So and then, then I like messaged him on videos. Instagram and I was like, hey man, you don't know me, but I saw your videos. They're really rad. I'm thinking about fishing your, your club and you were like, yeah, you should totally do it so i've been kind of fans of theirs friends of theirs and then mark had told me i think pretty soon into us becoming buddies like you know i'm fishing these tournaments with my son just to have the memories and whatever we've never won a tournament whatever and i was like you guys you i was surprised not like you've never won you suck but like <laughs> you've never won you guys are good anglers i'm surprised you haven't yeah. won so i just kept telling him like dude you don't need to change anything you're right there you'll win like you will like it will happen and like mike iconelli always says when you're supposed to win you win when you're supposed to, it comes together. And mm-hmm. so yesterday on Lake Wasoda, LaFont's got their first win oh, ever. Come on. Yeah, man. You. So awesome. And not just their first win, but freaking 17 plus pounds yeah. on Lake Wasoda this time of year. Was that like two pounds more than second place? Or what was second yeah, place? Yeah, 15 and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. so pretty much two saying. pounds over the second place. And yeah. Lake Wasoda is the most temperamental lake ever. When it's on, it's incredible. It can be a struggle fest. Uh, the bass will move around a lot out there because it's a lot of water. So like if you're not consistently knowing where they are, day to day, they can They're completely move. Yeah. They can completely change. And so they put together 17 pounds, got the first win. Um, Proud of y'all. Stoked for you. So, so, so walk it. us through. You got you got how many pounds? You don't have to get any more specific than you want to, but how'd the day go? Did you pre-fish it? Did it go the way you wanted? Uh, yeah. Um, it went way better than we expected. Yeah. Pre-fishing, I got out for a little bit, and Easton actually went out by himself a couple times. And I mean, we didn't catch the quality that we caught. We caught fish practicing, but they weren't like the quality we caught in the tournament. And and Easton had found a spot actually a couple weeks ago, wasn't it even? Yeah. And that spot is really the spot that when we started to think we had a shot at it because it was a spot I would probably never try, you know, but having Easton think outside the box. And it was a spot that Lola and I were half a block from and didn't know it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, Which is awesome. There, yeah. yeah. And I sent you the videos. It does not look like a smally spot. No. Not in the one at all. No. And, and this lake, just so anybody listening who hears this, Lake Wasoda has large mouth and small mouth, but kind of like lakes. Fence Lake, there's little to no chance of winning on large mouth on Lake Wasoda. Uh, the elites were here um, a super long time ago, and Ike and Nelly caught some large mouth in the spot where Lola caught that really big pike under Highway 29, like a skinny little spot, and little Wasoda. Um, but that's why Mark is saying it doesn't look like a smallmouth spot right. because you're not looking for largemouth spots mm. there. No. And and then we're going to put it on video. We talked about not putting that spot on yeah. video, but the reason I'm doing the videos is to have the memories. So I'm, that's I'm kind gonna, of a primary memory. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, you're catching smallmouth on frog, 50 pound braid and yeah. then flipping with 50 pound braid. <laughs> it's, it's just not what you would think of as yeah. not smallmouth, not smallmouthy. But, no, we started off the day we went up river. Cause that's, you know, there's, a lot of fish up there, but yeah. uh, they weren't pro- pulling any current. Yeah. And on the river, when they pull current, obviously they set up in more predictable spots. And, yeah, and the fish bite better. Yeah, I think we ended up when we came out of the river, we had two. Okay, and Easton caught one that. Why don't you tell? It me. was just 
caught it. I wasn't even expecting the bite because yeah. I think you were going in for a snag or something. Yeah, well, I said before that, I said, we're right here. We're kind of fishing a flat, and we're just about to leave. I'm like, well, let's just go up here and try this one spot. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? yeah. And we went over there. and I just kind of pitched in front of the boat with a tube. Yeah. Okay. In, in between, like, two sticks that were just coming down in the water. Mm-hmm. I lifted up, and I was like, oh, set the hook. Punk? And just jump. We got it in the net finally, and I looked at it. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, that thing was crazy thing was just, looking. Wide. It, was, it had a weird like brontosaurus yeah. hump head, like a so um, like a peacock bass almost. Yeah. Like it kind of went up and then. And into I feel it. like the color of it was different it was than weird. the other ones. Really it was like dark. goldy dark brown. Yeah, it was, it was really pretty, but yeah. definitely different. Maybe not yeah. gold, yeah. coppery or something. Yeah, I don't no, know. Copper, yeah, like kind of bronzy copper, copper yeah. dark. It's yeah, really pretty. Really neat. You caught that on it. And you're are you a you're a spinning rod tube guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I that, think most people are, but I some people so. throw them on a bait caster because they're a little heavy, but it's yeah. harder for the drop, I think. I don't throw them. I don't throw tubes that often that yeah. day I did because okay. that's like someone told them to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I said, because they were biting really good on yeah. it. I said, all right, you're, you're being a little stubborn here, yeah. you know, trying to throw what you want them to bite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's versus. throw what they are biting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, this looks so good. Yeah. yeah. Eat it. Eat the freaking buzz bait. <laughs> So yeah, yeah that, I didn't want it. That was our third fish. The first one we caught was a two pounder. Then the second one I caught was a one six, and then Easton caught that one, which was like two eight three, I think. Where are you going with this? You said first one we caught was a two pounder. Then you caught a one six eight, and then I caught a two pounder. Oh, where are you going with this? No, let's reverse that. Anyway, so that one he caught was a third <laughs> fish. I'm just trying to set the scene here. Yeah, yeah. That so, that one. Wait, that football one was only three pounds. Yeah, yeah. Too, really? It was only like 15 inches. Yeah, it was like short. Yeah. Yeah. short. Yeah. yeah, he looked bigger than that, though. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, you know, we're, we're feeling all right. We're like, okay, we, want, we wanted to come out of the river with at least a limit, but sure. we're happy with three. Yeah. So then we went to the spot that Easton was. There, was there other people up there? Yeah. It was, Quite a few. It was packed. There was like seven boats up yeah, there, I think, I right away. Yeah. And a couple went even further than us and, yeah. and stuff. So, um, so we got out of there and we went to this, the the spot that Easton had found, and we caught two really nice ones. They were both over three and a half pounds. Wow. And that's when it started. Jeez. Like So at that point, we had, I think we had five fish for 13. Yeah, something like that. That's when we text you and asked how you were doing, yeah. right? Yeah, and you said 13. I'm like, oh, that's great, yeah. dude. Yeah, he yeah, was we like were, so that, stoked. Yeah, there, yeah. there was, and just so y'all know, there was nothing in me that was like, oh, those jerks. I was like, I was pumped. <laughs> yeah. like, no, I was super always, stoked yeah. for you. So Jealous, after, but still. <laughs> so, yeah. so after that, we went out in the main lake at a place that I had known from my walleye days, and Easton practiced on it uh, Saturday, I think it was, yeah. the day before, and caught two, like two-pounders, two-and-a-half-pounders, mm. which would have called out our littlest ones. We went and tried that, and you know, shocker, I caught walleye on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which you should have put in the box, too. But Yeah, yeah it would have been an under to keep. Walleye tacos, boy. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't have fed much though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because the was, slot out there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's under. Under. yeah. Um, so then we stop at our other spot and we usually catch a lot of fish there. And the first set of docks are all usually smaller ones, and the deeper side of the docks are nicer ones. <clears throat> well, oh, excuse me. I uh, skipped a tube up there way up by shore underneath the dock and reel up and got hit right away. Set the hook. The fish was already on the other side of the dock, and it come up and jumped on the other side of the dock. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I'm like, Jeez, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out because I couldn't get it on. I'm like, Easton, get on the trolling motor and kind of you know, get us. He's like, he goes, get on the trolling motor. I'm like, where do you want me to go? Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you want me to go to the, Yeah. Like, and, uh, and, Honey, and, help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it actually it, it came out and swam out the right way. And, uh, okay, seriously though, Ike and Ellie, when you're supposed to win, yeah, that's what I was like. That's not supposed to happen. And then that's what I was, you know, I'm thinking. Okay, now we're at 
15, 15. pounds mm-hmm. or something. You know, Calls we got out the, the wrong net. fish. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I, I threw the fish. I'm like, I just I just threw back our two pounder and kept our one six. Oh, I've shoot. never done that before. I was oh. so excited. And he tells me that, and I'm like, you threw yeah. back the wrong fish. Like you just threw back the three pounder that you just caught, and yeah. I was like, "What are you like? What did you just do?" He thought I threw back the three oh, and a half. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, like, yeah. No. You did a puking. big, 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 big error. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I ended up. Well, I mean, what would that have? It ended up not doing anything, right? But it would have been what, like eight ounces or something? Half um, a pound. But about a half a pound. That's yeah. Significant. So yeah. yeah, and so after that, I was a little bummed after that and upset. And then, like I said, Easton was like, "It's okay. We're gonna get rid of it. You know, we're we're gonna catch something bigger." There you go. And uh, I think we fished another spot. Right after that, we ran back up the river. Yeah. Ran back up the river, and do you do that a lot when you fish derbies? Do you do the milk run? Like if your spot is working, yeah. you kind of leave it, come back to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we do. I'm so yeah. a lot. Yeah. Sure. Just because of the river and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to check if they were pulling current again yep. or at all, and they were not. But we fished it, and I had talked to a boat that was way up. They were all the way up under the Jim Falls Dam. He said, "Really? Yeah." And he said, "I asked him, they, they pull fishing current? out of." Tin boat, a uh, uh, ranger. RT, okay, I figured you know, they had yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I asked them if they had pulled current all day, and they said no. Mm. And I said that was that's, that makes for a tough bite. Yeah. So we went up there, and and we kind of figured out, okay, they're not pulling current, so they're not going to be you know positioned where they usually are. Right. So I was casting out one side of the boat, and Easton was just casting out the other side. And we went all the way up to where we turned around, and we had caught short after short. Yeah, I was I was catching quite a few just casting the other side. Of the what boat. were you catching shorts on? The tube. tube. Yeah. Oh, tube still. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, because he was casting out the right side of the boat kind of more into the river because mm-hmm. they're like, well, they're going to be roaming around probably because they're sure. not forced to be where they need to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we went up there, and <laughs> I guess, what is it? I, I hooked a line. I was telling you earlier. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was crazy because I hooked this line, and it was just like, I mean, it was 40, 50, 60 feet of it. Yeah, yeah. So I hooked it with my tube. I got the line and like, okay, I'm gonna pull it in and at least get most of the line out, get of, the out of the water. Yeah. So I'm you know, overhand and all of a sudden the line starts going up river. I'm like, well, it's probably snagged up there. The current yeah. just pulled it down. Oh my gosh! And then it starts going down river. I'm like what the <laughs> heck? And then and I pull it in and there's like a 13 and a half inch smallie on it. <gasps> Somebody else's line. That was Somebody just else's line. Yeah. Yep. No, so and that's ridiculous. And we just cut that's the crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, what the heck? And what did you say it was on? It was on like a swim bait. It was or on a swim bait, and yeah. we just cut it because it was pretty far down. So whether it survives or not but i think it will yeah you saved his yeah. life yeah and then uh it's gonna, see that's gonna be like a disney movie in like a year <laughs> yeah two years you're gonna be drowning in the river and that little guy's gonna come up like not on my watch mark <laughs> i knew what and you he's did, gonna yeah. pull you to I shore remember. beautiful it's like it's a be five awesome. pounder now and just swims yeah, under he's just yeah. a beast yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be like shamu yeah he'll kind of lift you up and pull you to shore yeah yeah so then we, we got that and we, we weren't gonna go any further <laughs> we're gonna go any further up river so we started coming back down and then uh, Easton, why don't you tell him the chaos that ensued there? I we're coming down, and there must have been like some current, or there was like the wind was just going downstream or something, because we were getting pushed down, and we weren't even using the trolling motor. Yeah. And I hook into something, and it goes, ooh, ooh. And I was like, oh, this might be a catfish, but mm. like that's how his felt a couple of years ago, mm. or yeah, last year, it just felt like a catfish when it yeah. was big smallies. Yeah, like those big poles. Yeah. And then he said he saw it flash. But then he, he was like, I saw it flash. Nothing and I else. thought it was a big smallmouth. I'm like, okay, but not going to get, we were already like freaking out because it was big and, you know, we're in shallow water and there's big boulders there's around. Big rocks. Yeah. Troll motors hitting yeah. rocks. Oh we're like, gosh. We're like stuck scary. on rocks and yeah. troll motors hit it. And then <clears throat> finally comes up and we're like, big one. Like that, it was our biggest one of the day so really? far. Really? Yeah. And it's like running into rocks and then it goes under in between like the boat and the trolling oh motor gosh. area. And I couldn't pick the trolling motor up because it was up against rocks. And oh gosh. So I'm just like, get out of the way. No. Yeah. Going out and following this fish and 
finally, and then it just keeps digging under the boat, under the boat, and then it goes out towards the rocks. And oh then, my god! Is, is this on a tube too? Yeah, on spinning tackle. Yeah, you know, that makes it more fun. And I'm like, right. I got my drag loose, and at some point, it's just. Just keeps going, yeah, not stopping, and then it finally came in, and it was like a weird. I feel like it was a weird net job. It was probably because that's (laughs) yeah, usually happens. (laughs) Yeah, it was a weird net job. He's like going underneath me. I'm going over him. It was like like Lola earlier, like get in the net. He's like, I'm trying, dude. And then he finally got in the net, and it was just pure excitement. Heck yeah! I I think I think I know. I think I for sure. Well, it kind of stinks because we lost the audio, the the camera battery, the receiver died, so Mm. we didn't get any audio. We had video. But I'm pretty sure I yelled out, and I think Easton might have too. I said, "That's the W." Yeah, because that oh, put us yeah. that put us over 17 pounds yeah. for the day. And you know, yeah. a soda, yeah. you know, a soda. You like, fi- I think most people had in their heads. I told Lola going into this derby, I said, "15 will win it." Yeah, yeah. get yeah. a good 15, 15 high, 50, like 159 yep. bag, you'll win it. Yeah, and 17 pounds is the second largest bag I've ever heard of on a soda. Wow, Pat Schlapper did it this spring in a tournament. He had he had 20, which I didn't think was possible. I didn't think that's insane. Either. Of course, Pat knows it really well, and he it does. was during the spawn, so they're a little bigger. But that's a good combination. Is a angler who's a good angler and knows the body of water well. Yeah, which and not to be like whatever. But that's where y'all are at with Wasoda. It's kind mm-hmm. of home field advantage. You're close yeah. and you're good anglers. Well, you know, sometimes it's a disadvantage because you know we live on it. Yeah, but we don't. Fish it it's like the last lake we'll fish. Yeah, oh, that funny. makes sense. I mean, it's convenient because we can get out and check a spot right before the tournament. The bass tack allows you to. There's no cutoffs. So right, right. We can go kind of just see stuff. But yeah, yeah. We've we've always done. I think we fished four tournaments now on Wasoda, and we've cashed a check in every one of them. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really great for sure. So was that your last fish, or what happened from there? That was our last your keeper. last keeper. That keeper, was the last yeah. one. Yeah, we're at seventeen pounds on Wasoda, and it was like what one o'clock? I think you yeah. caught that. Like now, what do we do? So we're like, well, it was oh. early, I think it was like twelve. Even. It might have even been before one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me a picture, or me and Lola, a picture of your Bubba scale with your five yeah. fish, and it said like seventeen yeah. eleven. And yeah, I was like, and well, that was it's over. That was a little before <laughs> that because we yeah. didn't have service way up there. So until oh, it got sure. service floating yeah. down. Oh yeah. So we're just. I'm like, well, what do we do now? I'm like, well, let's just idle down. I'm gonna drink some water. Easton ate his. Lunchable, Lunchable pizza. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And like, well, we can go fish these docks. So we fished some docks, and we caught some fish, and then we fished something else. And we're just, like, killing time. Wow. So yeah. we were, at that point, we're like, if we get beat with 17 pounds, kudos to them. Yeah, you know, they whatever. earned it. it yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, they earned it. Um, but we were pretty sure we were going to get the win. We are just kind of chilling out. And yeah. one of our fish was up on top and feeling just a little weird. pale, like a small will get pale in your life. They can get weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I was constantly checking that and making sure, and it was fine. Are you, a, are you a fin clip guy or not a fin clip guy? Sometimes. I do if, like if on, they need it. On fence, we did. Yeah, on fence, yeah. I, did. I feel weird about clips. Yeah. I think they're good. They work really well. I mean, yeah, the they only they place can. I have used them is fence, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, anybody who doesn't know what that is, fin clips are basically like a, a small little clip on weight that you clip to the, small mouth or whatever fish they're they're pectoral fins mm-hmm. and so if they're starting to turn belly up it holds their weight down so that they stay belly oh. down which there's really theory, yeah there's theory that it helps them because they can't really breathe right when they're upside down right. like oh, okay with their air bladder or something yeah, yeah like it messes that. everything up so hmm. that kind of like forces them it's like you yeah. kind of holding them yeah. so that they can breathe yeah so yeah i mean the whole day it, it helped build and build and i mean we had what four fish for Almost ten pounds at one point, and you know we're like, okay, that's four that's fish. Good, ten pounds is 
a decent bag on. Like at yeah. that point, we're like, yeah. we need this limit, and we need we yep. can upgrade. There's a lot of room to upgrade. Yeah, yep. and it just kept building, and every decision we made it was uh, perfect. Yesterday was yeah, wow. it was just supposed to win. I mean, yep. that's what I was thinking here. too. Yep. It was like and no was. fish came off, like fish clean. Yeah, I was exactly. saying you fish yeah. clean. Yeah, yep. and yeah, you're like, it's a good feeling. It's just like it's nothing truer in fishing than when it's your time. It's your time. Absolutely. Yeah. And like yeah, how many how many keepers did you guys catch all day? Probably. Eight. We called twice. I think we caught eight. Yeah, because we called twice, and okay. I think Easton caught one that was, didn't help us. So, mm-hmm. right. Um, so not not a ton of keepers. Just no. got the quality. How many fish do you think total? Not oh, not just a lot. I mean, shorts and like 20, 20 plus. So yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, we caught a lot. Just going back to where we were, I caught that one. I caught one frog fish, but then I had another one. Wait, wait what, did, what did you what did you catch it on? It was a like what frog? Pad crasher, a white pad crasher. Oh yeah, I forgot you like Usually, pad crashers. Usually I was just wondering if you want smaller. Like I was just wondering if you want smaller frog for small jaws. But. I caught the first time I tried it, I had a scum frog on, and yeah. I caught one smallmouth on it, and then, then I got room by a pike, so I just went to the mm-hmm. pad crasher. But it's also in the beginning of that area; it's a little more open water, and I love the uh, the scum frog, but it's not good for walking. I like the pad crasher; it walks yeah. amazing, they and it's still well, got. Yeah. A soft rubber and everything. Yeah, their belly's a little more hullish, like a boat. So yeah, yeah it walks a yeah. little easier. But going back to what I was saying, I saw the biggest wake I've ever seen. It was insane, just at my frog. And you're like, oh my gosh! Yeah. I was like, wow. That's exactly what I said. I was like, what was that? He said, yeah. oh my gosh! And I looked over and I seen like the the end of the wake going. Like I threw down my frog, picked up the flipping rod. Yeah. And I think you cast it back in there with your yeah. frog, and and uh, just didn't hit it. Yep, and I mean it was like don't. And it was one of those pike bites, like drive by, just hit it hard as can yeah, be. Yeah, like you just swam set the through hook. it. Yeah, I set the hook, and I haven't. Of course, we can't see anything because it's all duckweed, you know, yeah, yeah, on yeah. top of the water. I'm like, oh, this feels pikey. And then Easton caught a glimpse, and he's like, nope, or big smallmouth, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah what a great there. feeling. Yeah. Did you guys catch pike? Any any junk or? He caught a you caught a couple upriver, pike. Yep, right away yeah. more and caught one walleye. Oh yeah, one or two water. But other than that, but did you catch three muskies? No, we no. did not. Hey, <laughs> did not Lola, <laughs> winning. We didn't break our PB yeah. for three species wow. either. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I didn't get to weigh them in, so you should have. That would have been so funny. What if we would have put a muskie in the bag? Oh <laughs> what are you doing? What? I don't know. I don't know if you check it or not. Justin's not here, so we thought maybe we could. <laughs> the president's not here because he's having a baby, so we thought maybe we could sneak one by him. But Is that what he's out for? Yeah, his oh, wife was oh. like four days overdue or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, then we come back to weigh-in. And I, I only told, I think, you and Joe that we had a good bag, yeah. you know, our weights. And mm-hmm. uh, when I went up there, Brenton's like, I hear you got a rumor is you have a good bag. I'm like, yeah, we got a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, had this, like, coy, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, trying to keep a straight face. Well, I was like, I see a little giddy little yeah, guy in there. You can tell <laughs> how so sweet. I was asking Easton, I said, should we wait to weigh-in? Because we had that fish that wasn't uh, – doing so hot i mean yeah. it was turned out like i said fine but i'm like should we wait you know kind of because we knew we had a good bag like no let's just get it out of the way and yeah man and, yeah yeah there's nothing really turdier than if you have a really good bag and you right. wait till the very end to weigh it in like, yeah get out of here just yeah. go get in line, get in line. Yeah, you don't get back. style points for when you weighed it in yeah, right. you know what i'm saying but yeah dude that's dope i'm happy for y'all legitimately Thank happy you. for you Thanks. and i do think there is something to be said i think nate agrees with this theory that uh, when you win, you kind of get that monkey off your back. You kind of get past it, and then like the winds start coming a little more, more. commonly, or like you kind of like Easton was saying, as far as like positivity and confidence in a bait. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, so I can actually yeah. win a derby. You can win a derby. You can hang with the guys that you're fishing yeah. against because, like yeah. you said, the bass tacks full of full of hammers. Hammers That's stuff. what I was thinking too. Is like 17 mounds is a lot, but this isn't. 
Tuesday Night Club, which those guys in there are super yeah, they good too. Fish too. Yeah, but these guys are insanely good. Like yeah. Lonnie, Colin, Alex, like all of them yeah. are just insanely Hammers. good. Yeah. So I was like, anything can happen. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. y'all did yeah. it. Yeah, and then awesome. and then when you guys got your check, or you walked up and stuff. Like, do you regret turning around and getting giving everybody the double birds? Or was that <laughs> Not at all. No, no, that was like Eat we planned suckers. that. We planned that out <laughs> in the boat. Okay. Like we hit seventeen. We're like, if we weigh in, we win. I say we just like double bird. Yeah, yeah, just go, do it. Go all out. I mean, yeah. might as well. We're the best. Just disrespect we're the best. everyone. Like yeah. we're the best. Like yeah. there's no one they can beat us. Yeah. That's yeah. it. There Total it sarcasm here. Mm-hmm. By the way. They did <laughs> not do that. Just to be clear, they did not do that. They're very humble. I would have done because I was like stoked. So I was like, Mark, you want me to film when you guys go up? Whatever, because he has his camera for like their YouTube channel, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, and like. I was happy to like point the camera at him and film and what I don't yeah. know. I think I would have just dropped the camera. If, if you guys would have turned around and double birded everybody, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? I would have <laughs> no, laughed. That, that never Way to me. ruin the moment. Yeah. Like Mark does a double bird and Easton does like a big suck it or something. Oh my God. Like, yeah. yeah. What is wrong with you? We did say, we did get talking about Easton's like, who's that guy that ordered pizza back at the ramp? Cause he knew he was. Yeah. Gonna that was, was uh, Timmy Horton. Timmy Horton. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we, we should maybe just go do that. Oh my god. Which gosh. I don't even think. And Timmy Horton's not really like a super cocky dude no. either. I think he just had him and he knew he had him. Yeah. So he was like, and he had a huge, he had a 23 or something. Yeah, he had a freak bag. So I think to beat him, the guy would have had to have 30, 40. Yeah, something pounds, not something possible. Yeah. And he went back to the ramp and got Papa John's. To the yeah. There was, oh my gosh. Yeah. In one of our spots, there was like a taco truck. I said, we should just, <laughs> just go, go yeah. get some tacos real quick. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Nene's, Nene's tacos. Yeah, we, yeah. Got the, we got the win and the quesabidia taco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just a food truck, life. food truck. Yeah. That nice. goes against rules of tournament fishing no, it no, probably no tacos does. during the tournament or yeah. before oh yeah well for you it does <laughs> I, I think for everybody else it's like yeah man let's do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah who cares but um man i'm super stoked for y'all really really happy uh you guys are just on a couple episodes ago but just in case someone didn't listen and might be listening to this one give us your uh i don't know socials your youtube whatever make sure people can find you yeah so it's all it's basically the same on everything it's mark lafont fishing on youtube and facebook and Instagram, I think is ML fishing. Okay, maybe something like that. Okay. I just I just had to check. It's Easton underscore Lafont fishing. <laughs> yeah, and spell it for people because your last name is very fancy. Yeah, it's M A R C. Yeah, and last name is L E N F A N T. Yeah, then it's just E A S T O N and then L E N F A N T. Yeah, so the N in Lafont Lenfont is silent. So like I think we should do that with our last name. We should okay. just be Jason. <laughs> Jocelyn? Yeah, Jordan and Lola Jocelyn. Jocelyn. And Nate could be Cocklin. <laughs> Sticking balls, Cocklin. <laughs> 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 Jordan's crying. Right now. Yeah, I don't like that one quite as much as. Uh, <laughs> I did not think that through <laughs> at all. Oh, he kept going. Like I was like, oh, oh Nate could do it too. Cocklin. Oh, oh. flip. That, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. Sorry. We're gonna get. They're gonna make our first ever like E by our episode. Oh my god! It's funny. It's funny you say that. Sorry, because, Nate. <laughs> it's funny you say that because years ago when yeah. we were working at Gander, and I went and did one of the Gander universities. Oh yeah. You know they give you the name the tag. Name tag and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It said Cocklin. No. C O K L I N. Oh my gosh. And I said, gosh. Uh, I said uh, I'm gonna need this. I'm gonna need this fixed. <laughs> Like yesterday. I am not running around with this yeah. on my name tag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Will, you will fix it or I will not wear it. But wow. luckily they were able to print one off right there. So I went to a uh, yeah, a leadership right. thing 
um, one time. Uh, I can't remember what the heck it was called. It was put on by this giant church in Chicago. It wasn't really even like a churchy thing. It was more about like leadership skills and whatever. And um, when you walked in, they just asked you your name and then like what organization you were with. And then they didn't write it down. They like printed it all nice and professional. And like it was like a big, like thick, like credit card looking thing. And I told them my name was Devoin Shower Handle. Oh my um, gosh. And they didn't even like skip a beat. Like they just went with it. And they were like, H A N D E L. I'm like, it's actually H A N D L E. Like, oh, okay, cool. So my name, the whole time my name was Devoin Shower Handle. And my boss was not stoked. Honey. And I thought it was awesome. And so like people were like, how do you say your last name? I'm like, well, I'm like, I think like originally it was like Shower Andel, but now it's like Shower Handle, like Devoin Shower Handle. Like, okay, cool. Like people actually went with it, which You're I also mean, the guy that does like weird voices in drive throughs or yeah. give weird names yeah. and our kids love it. They love it. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll, like they we'll actually pull up, love yeah, it. We'll pull up to like Culver's or something. We won't get the cheese curds because we're smarter than that. Hey. Um, wow. Hey. Uh, wow. Just opening it up <laughs> right now. Well, yeah. It, here's the funniest thing oh, about it. So go. like I'll voice this to anybody who listen i don't hate culver's cheese curds i just think they're overrated that's it i do not just like i think i think kanye west after his first two albums is painfully overrated like his newest album uh what was it was Happy it Ma- from cheese curds donda to kanye. or whatever is that his not mom's name donda i don't know i don't care about i can't kanye remember and not, no disc because his mom is dead so i'm not talking bad about that at all but the intro to the album is just people saying donda over and over again donda Donda, Donda. That's not genius musicianship. That's just you saying Donda a whole bunch. All right. Culver's cheese curds aren't terrible. They're just not the greatest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Well, and so when I go they're there, good when they're hot and fresh and mm, and the ranch, the ranch is dope. Zero hatred. Dip it a the curds and the ranch is nice. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Thick cup of ranch, come on. Thick cup, thick cup, and their and and their butter burgers. You you give me a double. Butter burger, cheeseburger with bacon, with like everything that they can put on it besides tomatoes. I'm not a tomato guy. And like that is, that's the jam. I want it right now. And the, yeah, that's the and jam. The custard. Culver's is just amazing. I, I love Culver's. Culver's custard is so Culver's. perfect. It's thick it's just and like, yeah, really sweet. Amazing. It's just yeah. it. The vanilla. So just even plain vanilla. Shout out Culver's cookie dough. Oh my gosh, vanilla cookie dough. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a jam. Take some love. Yeah, yeah. Culver's wants to give us a gift card. I'll even endorse your your cheese. No, I can't endorse it. Everything else, though. But anyway, we'll go through like Culver's or something with all of our kiddos. And as we're like rolling in, they'll be like, be Batman. Like, hey, can I take your order? I'm like, yeah, I need a number one with uh, cheese curds. And they'll be like, what? We can't understand you. I'm like, I said I need a number one. Like, I like to say it like aggressively. And, and they're like, like all dying. Yeah, in the they're back crying room. in the backseat. Yeah. And I know the people that drive through are like, this guy is such an a hole. Like, he thinks he's funny. And I don't actually think I'm funny, but my kids like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll like talk with an accent or. or oh, what's the name on the order? Yeah. And I'll say something. I usually say something like, moon station or just something, something ridiculous really that isn't really even a word yeah. or like what did i say at that one at the culvers in front of the mall that one time i said like a zenith no yeah zenith like zenith. love seat or zenith love joy yeah, or something, something she was like, like what and i was like zenith z-e-n-i-t-h and then love joy just how it sounds She's like oh, okay thank you zenith like, you're welcome <laughs> i don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm four years old in my brain still so it's fun <laughs> just to be I feel like parents just compete to have the most unique name very they true. can nowadays. Yeah, it's just very true. true. Yeah. It's true. I will say the cutest so they, celebrity they name, it. the cutest celebrity name ever, though, was Homeboy from Coldplay when he named his daughter Apple. Apple. That's just actually I thought it was cute. so it's weird, weird. And then cute, I'm like, though. oh, it's kind of cute. Yeah, That's I like it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that one's actually cute. Yeah. I don't like, like back to Kanye, him naming his children directionals. Because his last name is West, it's like Northwest, and I just think that's right. terrible. But whatever. Um, Nate, you want to say anything about Kanye before we close up? 
Uh, no, no. You you hit it on the head. College dropout was dope. Yeah, so dope. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I've really listened to much since then. No. So Mm-mm. that's been that's been about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's you hit it on the head. There it is. <laughs> All right. So make sure you uh, anybody listening. Please know how much we are appreciative when we talk to people and they say that they um, listen to the podcast or people message us or I know I've gotten a few new followers, subscribers, whatever, via the Luke Duncan thing. And um, that's just awesome. Like, that's what this is all about, like kind of networking, making friends with people. Um, Hopefully we're doing something a little bit different. We'll definitely talk more about tacos on the next episode. Um, But uh, we appreciate anybody who listens, watches, all that stuff. Please go hit up the LaFonts. Again, huge congrats to y'all on your first win. Huge congrats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're super stoked for you. Huge congrats to my wife for being hot and for (laughs) catching three PBs in the same day while I'm in the front just crying and like melting down Shaking, about like yeah it's dumb. this leg is it stupid sucks. and i smell bad yeah <laughs> and i said no that's me that's the musky yeah that's that's mitchell musky <laughs> yeah um but that's it thank you guys for listening and uh yeah nate that's it positivity is worth the effort yes sir thanks peace out bye 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 see, see you